0: And welcome! You are listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between dads and their kids about games, movies, and everything in between. I am your host, Michael Masick, and joining me tonight as always is my incredible co-host, the one with the silky smooth voice. Um, I just said that because we did a mic check before this, and it just sounded really good. Never mind. Jaden, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? (laughs) I think I'm tired think i'm delusional that's always nice i'm not sure anywho but go ahead and and tell everybody how you're doing again so we can hear your uh, (laughs) smoke
1: excuse him i'm doing just fine hope all y'all out there are doing great how are you other than tired
0: i'm tired but i'm doing good so we're recording the show. It's actually uh, February the second. Uh, you'll be listening to the show when it comes out on February the fifth, which is a Wednesday. Wednesday. I was about to say February February the Wednesday, which is the fifth, and I got all tongue-tied. Anyway, if you're listening to the show on Wednesday or on Thursday, it could be my birthday because my birthday is actually on the sixth. It's on the third. Is on this coming Thursday. We are not off to a great start on this. But anyway, um, yes, yeah, so my birthday is this week. I am turning 38 years old. And so happy birthday to me. And we don't have a soundtrack for that, but that's okay.
1: Oh, we should have one. I know, right? And like when people come on, if it's their birthday happy or coming birthday
0: up. Yeah. yeah, The whole thing in there?
1: Oh. <gasps> you know what we should do? We should what should f- we do? We should find like a, we should just look some up on YouTube. like a Like Mario singing happy birthday. <gasps> I think that'd be great.
0: Oh, my gosh. I was just thinking you are going to say find like a YouTube, you know, clip of just happy birthday. Um, but Mario doing happy birthday would be amazing. Oh, my gosh. I totally need it. I, you know, I'm going to try to find that on my phone here in a minute. I think that'd be pretty um, cool. Until then. Hey, you know, until then, can I have some love until then? Wait, I don't think we've done this live on the show. Only the previews. Well,
1: no, I think we did it like once. On episode I, you know, two, I still I still deserve it. I think we've done it at least once i still deserve it it's been a while though
0: i don't know why this sounds so good maybe it's just our headphones that make it sound so good i don't know this is episode five uh today's uh blah (laughs) so say today's Oh, if you are still with us, congratulations. You you have made it past the I don't know what the minute, what minute three mark minutes. We are past the 3 minute mark and we still are struggling on the introductions. If you're still listening to tonight's episode, uh this episode is called Return of the Console Wars and when we get later on in the show, I want to talk about the console wars uh that happened in the 90s and how uh, are we actually seeing one now with the uh, the the new mini consoles that are coming up but we'll talk about that here in a second so um, as always be sure to follow us on Twitter at dad's GC you can also follow us on Facebook at dad's gaming corner and we would love for you to drop us a line at hey dad at DadsGamingCorner.com. send us your thoughts your questions and even your own mom or dad's story uh, either next week or the week after probably next week we're gonna have Caleb on the show he is my Eight-year-old son, and uh, we're going to be talking about some games we've been playing, and just bringing in a another personality from the family, and then in a future show, a one hopefully that's coming up soon, we're going to actually have Micah and Caleb and Melissa on the show, and we're going to talk about family games and. Um, what are some family games that we like that we've played on Xbox? Uh, what What is it about the Switch specifically, Nintendo, that we like concerning family games? Things like Mario Party and uh, back on the Wii, it was Fortune Street. I don't know if you remember Fortune yeah, Street. Yeah, I, I loved Fortune Street. Fortune Street. So, but we'll talk about that later in an upcoming show. So be you know be be. Uh, um, what am I trying to say here? See, when I'm tired, I don't put my words together. So make sure you stay listening to us. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. You know this at this point, it's almost like we should just start the show all over, but we're just going to press forward because it's, already it's
1: been four and a half minutes. Do right? We really and if, do that? No,
0: no. Besides, you gave me love earlier, and so we're leaving it at that. So anyway, um, before we jump into some news, let's just talk about what we've been up to this week. And so uh, we've continued our Amiibo collection. Uh, we added it up last week. I think there's hundred and eighty-three. Amiibos? Is that what we decided last week? Oh, uh,
1: something like that. I think so.
0: 183. I can actually look it up right now. And yeah, have the, I think have it a, was... We have an app called, um, I, I, pr- I believe you pronounce it Kalibo. You can get on the App Store. And you can, it's a great way of, of if you're collecting Amiibos, to mark all the Amiibos you have. And then it'll tell you which Amiibos that you're lacking. And so, yes, there's a, not, not 183, 193. There's 193 Amiibos.
1: 193 yeah 193 and how many amibos. do we have out of the 193
0: um we are currently sitting on 190 uh the wow. ones yeah 190 <clears throat> and so the ones that we're missing the ones that should be in this week that we've been waiting on some of these we've been waiting on for close to two months now but um yeah. corn player two uh, a rare amiibo that one should be coming in in the next week isabelle smash i I did not get that one at release it came out last year oh yeah we've been trying to get that on forever we've been trying to get we've actually ordered this one off of ebay back in november and we're still waiting on that one but we're waiting on those two from smash the only other amiibo we're waiting on which is coming in i think tuesday which i'm super excited about box boy box boy that is probably the hardest amiibo to get uh, the rarest amiibo to get And then once we have those three Amiibos, we have the full collection. We're currently sitting on 190, so once we get those three, we're at 193. And so if you didn't listen to last week's episode, we were talking about um, the new Amiibos coming out that we're hoping are coming out, that we're still kind of just waiting on. So, Um, But yeah, so this week, Jaden and I, uh, we have four shelves of Amiibos, and uh, they're they're bookshelves. And when you, I mean, 190 Amiibos, if you try to picture that, in fact, I'll, what I will do is I'll actually take a picture of our Amiibos and I'll post it on our Twitter account. But um, we had to go out and create tiered uh, leveling for each shelves. And so we have, what is it? is it, four or five levels? Well, One, two, three, we four. added four. We so added including
1: four, the original shelf, mm-hmm. it's five because we added four levels. Right,
0: and so... Um, and we have them organized, uh, by, by their series. And so like the top two shelves, uh, the, so the left, so basically have there's four shelves, you know, two rows side by side. So the top two left and right are all smash. And then below, below that we have animal crossing and, uh,
1: Splatoon, um, Mario, Zelda. Yeah. Kirby, Kirby, the Yoshi
0: ones, all the standalones like, um, shovel Knight, shovel Knight, dark souls.
1: Yeah. And then the the goblin from Diablo. Uh,
0: he is still like, just grab him right here. He is still one of my favorites. He's the bass is real simple, but he's just maybe it's his look. And I can hear him in the game that little yeah. cackle he does. But uh. Yeah, he's he's still one of my favorites. But yeah, we only have three Amiibos to go, and we're done. And that even includes the delicious Amiibo that we talked about last week. So um, I don't know why we're having so much difficulty getting Isabelle from Smash, but uh, she's supposed to be coming in. Like I said, Corrin, uh, Player 2, and then BoxBoy. Box, man, I am so excited for BoxBoy. And uh, for anyone else who's asking out there if you're big into Amiibos, when it comes to Mr. Game & Watch he come, when you buy him he comes with four different poses and so we actually bought him four separate times and so so, you get all the bases right so we actually have him displayed four times so if there's 193 amiibos we actually have 196 that are on display um, oh they
1: only count him as one right only uh, count him as one we have him up
0: there three times so actually when it's all said and done we'll have a hundred and is that right 193 yeah i have three more so 196
1: is there anybody else that's duplicate that we have just because um, i don't think I don't so think, oh are these counted as amiibos
0: yes the okay, skylanders yeah. Okay. yeah so there's four uh from the entire skylander series there, are, there were four that were uh, also amiibo so they they have a little which is really weird they have a little uh switch on the bottom and you can switch it over and i guess it changes the tag um and so it either reads as a skylander uh action character or you switch it over and it reaches uh, reads it as an amiibo so there's uh, uh I, don't, I don't i don't know what you call it but it's skylanders i believe it's called skylanders superchargers and donkey kong and um bowser bowser and then there's a dark donkey kong and a dark bowser and we've got both we've got all four of those amiibos including the vehicles they come with including the villains that come with them. it's, it's like the whole pack so but the only things that, that i really care about are the are the amiibos in there and so but um Man, it's kind of distracting sitting here recording the show. Now we're recording in a new area of the house, and so you may hear a car pass by. Hopefully, you won't. And I think the dogs put away, so there shouldn't be any any barking. But uh, they're just real distracting now that they're sitting right here looking at us. So, but man, they look so good.
1: I love them. I just love them.
0: Um, anyway, so but let's go and move on. Uh, what we're into. So or what we've been playing this week. Um, We received review copies for a couple of games, Uh, the first one being Horizon Horizon Chase Turbo for the Nintendo Switch, and uh, we're actually playing that right now. I've already logged in probably close to 10 hours on this one. I beat, um, well, and here's why. So uh, when you download the game, uh, they have a a free DLC pack that you can download right away as well, and it's called The Rookies. Um, I'm going to say this wrong. I want to say it right. But it's, it basically it's for it's for rookies if you're brand new to the game and everything else. And I'm going to look it up on the eShop so I get it right. And so I beat that whole first campaign where it's a bunch of races that you do and you learn you learn the race, you learn the turns, you learn just the mechanics of the game. And so I beat that one, um, got gold first place in all of them except for a couple, so I went back and played them again. And then I started the actual real campaign, and the actual campaign's hard, at least for me, you know, because I'm used to Mario Kart, so... Um. Yeah. So you download the game. Uh, the game's uh, 19.99 on the eShop right now. And then they have a free, um, r- it's called a uh, rookie series that you can download. And then they have a summer vibes that you can also download. And I believe they're going to be coming out with more as well. And so I, I finished the rookie series, beat that one, and then uh, Caleb, you know, he's playing it as well. And he's he he just beat the rookies, did the same thing, got of gold, and now he's playing the actual game. And he's struggling a little bit more. I mean, it's definitely, it's a harder game. One of the things I appreciate about appreciate about this game, which we'll talk about it more later when we do our actual in-depth review on it, but uh, one of the things I appreciate about this game is that um, one of the things I like that I know you don't like is that the game is super fast. Like, it's not Mario Kart. This isn't a kart racer. This game is fast. And it's not in a sense that's like Forza or one of the Forza games where you see everything real clearly. Um, this is like a retro nineties arcade. Um, it reminds me of Rad Racer from the original NES, um, Miami heat. Just some of those older games like from the nineties, uh, late eighties, early nineties. And I'm, I'm loving the game because of that. Cause it's fast paced. It's really colorful. Um, It's HD without being realistic, and so a lot of racing games fall between either trying to be real realistic, and then they come off looking bad, or they just do, like, cartoon graphics, and it just looks silly. This one is, like, in between realistic and then cartoon graphics. Like, you're driving, and you see grass, you're on, you're, you're off the main track, you're on the grass, and the grass is throwing up, you know, behind your, not throw that sounded terrible. You're kicking up grass behind your tires. Oh, That's okay. what I'm trying I was like, to Wait say. a minute. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, no. Your tires are kicking up grass or kicking up sand and it looks fake, but it looks good. Like the grass looks fake, like just, you know, the polygons, mm-hmm. but it looks good. And the tracks look good. And then when it's oh my gosh, the tracks when you're when it's raining, um, when it's raining and you do a nitro bur- uh, burst on your car, and the water is streaming across the windshield of the cars, it looks really good. The only thing so far in this game that I wish it had, which obviously it's not because the game's already done, is I wish it had a first-person behind the steering uh, wheel. No, yeah, I would love that. That'd be that. even worse. Yeah. So tell me your difficulties with this game so
1: far. Uh, it's just too fast <laughs> for me. Like I can't look at it. Like. You're saying that it was actually hurting your eyes. It was hurting. Yeah, it, it like you're driving and there's like all these lights on the side of the road. So they're like you're constantly passing by them really really fast. So it's like flashing and then you just you can't blink. If you blink for 1 second, you're going to crash or you're going to miss a turn cuz the game's just so fast. It fast-paced. is really fast. Like you it's like you just have to stare at it, you can't blink at all, and it just kills my eyes, and I just can't focus and that's the thing I kept telling Caleb in the beginning uh, <laughs> it was so funny watching him play the
0: uh, the rookies uh uh series the course um. Because he, was, he kept crashing into everything, and just like, again, when I say this, you're going to, if you play the 90 games, games from the 90s, you're going to know I'm talking about. You crash into something, and your whole car just starts doing flips and rolls and tumbersawls, and then you start going again. I mean, there's no explosion. There's no fire. You just keep going, you know, and it, it's great, and I kept telling Caleb, just, you know, glance at the mini-map so you can tell when it turns coming up, because he wouldn't turn when you're supposed to turn. He would do he would learn the turns, but then he would hit the nitrous button right at the beginning of a turn. And I'm like, dude, look at the mini map. <laughs> yeah, it's not
1: the brightest idea.
0: Yeah. So, but but like you said, it's so fast. Sometimes you can just
1: you just have to glance. You know? I couldn't. I tried to glance, but I like I don't know, man. I tried looking at it, like at the mini map. I I tried taking my eyes off the the track for one second to just look at the mini-map for a second and just try to just just understand a little bit of what was going on. But I couldn't. I was so lost. I I don't know.
0: No, I, I really, I, I'm really liking it. And so we wanted to say thank you for the review copy. Uh, we do have a review coming out, and we're going to have Caleb on for the show for that time because I want to all three talk about it, but just really digging that game right now. Uh, the other game we got a review copy on that we've been playing is River City Girls. Um, we just started playing this one. I was out of town when that code came in. And, and then last week, we've just been super busy. And so uh, Caleb and I actually played this one Saturday. Yeah, this past Saturday. And we played it for four hours straight. I mean, just non-stop. Um, and I don't do that with many games.
1: Oh, okay. I was trying to figure out. Why I wasn't there. I was out of town.
0: Yeah, you were at uh, the school I field trip. I was on trip. That field trip, yeah. Right. So we were playing at River City Girls on Saturday. Uh, I think we are, uh, I need to look it up again. I think we're at 40% through the game. We just beat the oh, third. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something like What did I say, 37%?
1: 37, something like that, yeah. We're yeah, we're 37% through the
0: game. Man, this is a good game. Again, I mean, we'll talk about it more when we do our actual review, but I'm really liking this game. Um, when I first was hearing about it, um, I wasn't, you know, it just looked like another beat ups, nothing too elaborate, nothing too, too original outside of the box. Um, I grew up on a lot of, so when I say beat up, um, I'm talking about games, at least growing, I immediately go back to old school games. I'm not sure what would be considered current gen beat them ups, but as I describe it, you may be able to think of something, Jay, but like uh, double dragon, double dragon two, um, these games where you go from left to right, and, and you go to a new area of the screen. as a side-scroller, and you literally are just punching or kicking. In the case of, of like, uh, Double Dragon in those games, you literally, all you did was punch, kick, and then jump. And then I think in Double Dragon 2, they added the feature where if you jump and then, like, kick, then you do, like, a sideways-down kick, so you had, like, a third attack. Castle Crashers. Okay. Yeah, Castle Crashers can be considered a beat-em-up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yes that would be considered that i mean if you go off of the old school of what an actual beat em up game is that wouldn't be considered that just because it's uh i guess castle crashers would be considered you know for like your generation um i'm trying to think of some good example other examples of beat em ups uh, du- uh double dragon is the first thing uh streets of rage comes uh comes into mind so a lot of games from the from the 90s um, a lot of arcade games. Uh, uh, beat-em-ups are really big on arcade games. Like all, There's lots of street, Streets of Rage games. Um, I keep seeing Double Dragon because that was one of my favorite ones growing up. But um, really liking this game. At first, like I said, when I first was hearing people talk about it and I saw videos, it was colorful, but just didn't appeal to me. The more I read, the more I wanted to cover it. So I reached out to the developers and they sent us a, a, a copy to review the game. And, um, I want to say I'm happily surprised because the first, the very first opening of the game, I don't want to do any spoilers here, but the, when you first open the game, you're in a classroom and you've got to break out of the classroom. So You've got to fight your classmates and it's everything that I thought as far as a, an old school beat em up game would be, you've got three buttons. Well, I guess you've got four cause you got punch, kick, um, see punch, kick, block, jump, but it's basic, and so you're just punching. And all, all you have is a punch and a kick. And I'm thinking, okay, well, this is kind of fun, but this is what I'm used to, so no big deal. But as you progress and you level up, you actually unlock new abilities. You unlock new abilities with new levels. You unlock new abilities as you, gain, as you earn money in the game. You earn money by beating people up. Um, Caleb actually said it really well when we were playing the game. He goes... I really feel like I'm the bad guy in this game <laughs> because normally in those games you're fighting the bad guys. Yeah. But you're so the story is you're, you're a couple of of girls uh, in school, your friends and your boyfriends have been kidnapped, and now you're you're beating people up. In fact, in, in one of the dialogues in the game, they they're talking to other
1: characters and like and she okay, says, we need to go beat more people up. Yeah, we need to hit back the streets again. <laughs> that happened. I, she said that. and I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? Like, <laughs> do you just need to go beat people up. It does kind of seem like you're the bad guys, though, because you're just walking around, and like you said, you have to escape the classroom. So you're, like, beating up your classmates. Like, just, like, these kids that are in your class, just sitting in their desks, and you're just, like, punching them and kicking them. But, I mean, the the principal comes on the announcement and he's like, hey, get those, don't let those girls get out. So they start trying to fight you, but still.
0: I really like... I didn't feel like a bad guy. I really like the dialogue in this game. It, it's funny. And one of the things I like about this game as well is that uh, it goes between... It, it's, I guess it's kind of like a 32-bit art style. I mean, I don't think it's 16. It's more like a 32-bit art style. But it goes from a 32-bit art style that you're playing, and then it jumps over and you see like full-blown... Um, uh, oh, mine just drew blank. Uh, like manga. Like you're reading manga or something. And you see, like in you know, like a comic book, you know, like a Japanese, you know, comic book, and you see uh, like the top square, and it's just a drawn anime, a drawn uh, animation, and you've got the speech bubble, and they're talking, and then it pans down quickly to the next part, and then you're back into the game playing, and then they have full actual, uh, um, gosh, the words not coming to me, uh, cutscenes. Thank you. They have full oh, cutscenes. you for some I of the saved. bodies. You've got for some of the bosses. I said bodies boss battles you've got cutscenes. um are they good cutscenes? they're great cutscenes. the animation is good and the voice acting is really good in this game i'm really liking the games um and so here we go i was looking up some other beat-em-up games and so oh yeah yeah, yeah. then uh, one of the games that this keeps reminding me of as J- as caleb and i were playing it more is uh, and i don't think you've played I don't, in fact i know you haven't played it but um It's the Ninja Turtles arcade game. And so uh, when Ninja Turtles came to the NES, uh, it was a single-player game, but when it was an arcade game, you could do multiple players, and it was such a fun, beat-em-up style game. And so, um, and see, River City Girls follows is a spiritual successor. It falls in the line of the other River City games, like River City, Ransom, and some other ones. Um, But yeah, Streets of Rage, you know, one and two, uh, Double Dragon, um, oh, Final Fight, that's another one. Golden Axe was on the Sega Genesis. Loved Golden Axe. Uh, I think they made four of those. But, um, and I'm just looking up here. Oh, The Simpsons! Oh, okay, Simpsons was a great arcade game. Yeah, that'd be considered a beat-em-ups. And yes, Jaden, they do put Castle Crashers on here. They it's did? It's a popular beat-em-up game. Aha,
1: uh-huh, So me.
0: it just, uh, that would definitely. Now, they have some other ones on here that would not consider beat-em-ups. Um, but. Whatever. But anyway, in the vein of all of that, this game does a really good job of for me capturing what I grew up with, what I loved about a good beat-em-up game, while adding new elements. It's there's there's some very light uh leveling up your character RPG elements as far RPG elements as far as, as you level. You gain new abilities. You gain collectibles, and so like you can grab a makeup kit that gives you a plus five percent bonus damage when you're fighting. I think it's girls, and then there's another one that you get. I don't remember which item it is right now, but it gives you a bonus when you're fighting guys. Um, when we have Caleb on the show to talk more in depth on this game, we'll talk more about this. But there's just um, you're constantly learning new abilities, and then it's not just a button masher. You're not you're not just mashing, you know, punch, 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 kick, 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 kick. There's actually combos you can. Um, there's certain combos that you have to pull off only in certain situations, like when the enemy's dazed or when you've got the enemy that you're fighting up in the air, then you jump up into another combo and it's real powerful. So, uh, really liking this game. Um, and it's really colorful. Uh, and I don't mean it's, well, I'm trying to think of a game to describe it next to, um, some games come out, have just kind of a washed out look. Um, uh, and it seems like, I don't know why, but it seems like on the Switch there's more washed-out games than not, and I don't know why that is. But this game is very vibrant, and I really like that. Caleb uh, made notice of it as well. Um, I'm also still uh, playing Dragon Quest XI S, trying to get my way through that game. I think I'm almost
1: done. Uh, I've been really good not looking online so I don't see any like spoilers. you say it like that because you're getting tired of it or because you just want to finally beat it? Um,
0: sorry, I just dropped my house shoe. Well, I kept kicking something under my my chair. And I'm like, "What is this?" And it was my house shoe. Um, no, I'm not getting tired of it. Um, I am ready for it to be over, only because I've got a backlog of other games that I need to um get behind. Um, I still need to get back into Luigi's Mansion, um, Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I am so far behind on that game. That game came out you know, last year, mid last year sometime. And I am so far behind on that game. Um, I think it came out almost a year ago now. I mean it's been a while. And so I but it's an incredible game, but it's a deep game. That's one of those games where you can spend sixty to if I remember correctly, sixty to ninety hours um, for each house and there's three houses. Or maybe it's thirty to forty no 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 I think it's thirty wow. no, 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 I think it's thirty to forty hours per house. Still. Something like that. So a lot of hours. Anyway, to answer your question, no, I'm not tired of Dragon Quest, but I need it to be done because I need to get back to some other games. And where some people are like, I'm done playing a game. They'll just stop. I can't do that. If I start a game, I really need to finish it. And because I am a completionist, like we talked about last week, I am taking a long time through this game. But I am almost done with it. So, uh, Moving on from there, uh, has I know this has been a busy week for both of us. Has there is there any, Are there any shows you're watching right now, any movies that you're watching?
1: I'm trying to think because I could have sworn there was something I was watching. But I just, I don't know. Oh, um, I haven't really been watching any movies, but I took a field trip on s- yesterday, I guess, to Baylor, and I watched a basketball game. So I don't know if that counts, but I watched that yesterday. So that was pretty cool. It was um now it was Baylor versus TCU TCU. and Baylor's
0: mm-hmm. first in their division right now
1: this, first in the country for, oh first in the country They're first in the country wow right now, yeah
0: yeah so this is college basketball talking about right,
1: yeah. right now yeah so. so it was Baylor and TCU and TCU got their butts kicked it was a it was I mean it was it was a pretty fun entertaining game theres lots of big moments but in the end I think uh Baylor won by like 10, maybe 15. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty good game. Other Sorry. than that, though, I don't think there's there's much else that I've been watching or anything.
0: I'm over here looking at, there's a website called howlongtobeat.com, and I go there a lot of times to look at different different games. And so uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, it says if you want to beat, looks like all three houses, you're looking at an average of uh, this can't be right. I think this game is very subjective. So, for example, um, this one person on here for single player, they put... Oh, let me just read what they have here. Okay. So, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, if you're wanting to play just the main story, you're looking at roughly 48 hours. Now, I believe that's all three houses still. If you're doing main house, main, uh, main story plus extras, you're looking at 65 They put the completionist at 169 hours. 169 hours. Um, That is insane.
1: (laughs) Ain't nobody got time for that. This is what game? Fire Emblem Three Houses. And have. You you started this one, haven't you? I started I put
0: about ten hours I in. I thought so. But I'm gonna have to start all over because it's been yeah. it's been, it's been months since I've played and I don't, it's, I don't you said hundred
1: and sixty hours for completionist
0: though? Yeah, 169, yeah. Dang. There's no way You better Well, I'm gonna have to you know, the busier I get the more the less of a completionist I'm becoming and the more I'm just like, Okay, I'm just gonna take my time. Just gonna take my time, do what I can do.
1: Not spend too much time. Um, it, I don't It's, getting, it's getting too long. You're going to be a completionist. Yeah, the okay, day okay. This
0: is what I've read before. It takes anywhere between uh 20 to 40 hours per house, depending on how you're playing it. Uh, And then you can just times that times three for all three houses. Oh, Because okay. each house, it's not like um the Pokemon games where there's like a 20% difference, like you're playing 80% of the same game. Yeah. It is different. I mean, there's some things that are the diss- same. So similar, when but you it is say different. different houses, is mm-hmm. it like...
1: I, my head goes straight to Harry, Harry Potter.
0: Potter. Everybody's head goes to Harry Potter. So is
1: it like, like, what what, what do you mean? If so, houses? so the, uh, the, is this the, the game the where game? it was like, like, uh, I can't remember. I, I have it in my head. I just can't put it to words. Like, I think I remember, I remember you showing me this game. I just can't say what i'm thinking right now you can't say what you're thinking no okay so
0: basically uh you go so it's based on the fire emblem uh games which are all tactical strategy strategy tactical um uh, turn-based games which i love but this adds a whole another story element to it and relationship building and you actually start the game you are a a professor that comes in your name is byleth and you're a professor you're a, a guy or girl depending on how you play uh, whichever style, you, you, however you create your character. And then there's three houses. And early on in the game, um, you have to choose which house you're going to align yourself with. And then from that point on, um, that's what you're playing. Because uh, after, I don't know how many hours that is, but five, five to ten hours in, uh, the game takes a drastic turn. And now you are basically warring against the other houses. All the houses are now competing and uh, you're you're fighting you know with the house, and so you can play all three houses. So you you, you do one, and you come back and you play it again, and, and so on. So and they actually have DLC coming up for this with additional story. You better um, I even
1: get started then.
0: I know. Well, that's why I need to finish up and beat Dragon Quest already. So it, it's it's taking me way too long to get through Dragon Quest. And I just need to, I just need to get through it already. So, anyway, um but besides playing that um and you going to your basketball games, I'm still watching uh, my classic Doctor Who. I'm actually loving it. It took me a couple episodes to get back into it because it's just I mean, when you're watching Old. shows, yeah, from the 70s and 80s, it's yeah, the prop sets, you know, and they were climbing down this mountain and they this mountain that's in a studio yeah, and they jumped from one ledge of the mountains into the other and you hear them jumping on a hollow floor. You know, it's one wow. of those things like that's made out of wood. You just, yeah.
1: Any, you know, wow. Yeah. That's pretty bad. And so,
0: but you know, it's fun. You got the monsters walking around the dragon that's in a suit walking upright, like Godzilla from the old movies. And, uh, am you know, having fun with it. But, um, I, I did watch, uh, Star Trek Picard episode two. It's premieres on Thursday which means Episode 3 comes out on my birthday. Excited for that one. But, uh, man, I'm loving this show. And, again, the reviews online mostly are favorable, uh, but it's getting between 7s and 9s on the ratings. Man, this show is a solid 9 for me still. I am liking this show. Uh, I'd like to go back and watch it with you. Like, I'm really enjoying this show. It's it's a good Star Trek. First,
1: we need to catch up on Mandalorian. We still... Still, still have not caught up on that show. Haven't even we've only we what's it been like four it's weeks been bad. I don't we know we've only seen episode one no. we haven't even seen episode two let's see here longer it's been a long time I and mean, we keep talking about it.
0: Yeah so The Mandalorian, let's see, it first aired uh November twelfth. It first aired November twelfth. And we waited until at least three episodes were out. So I think the, I can't remember if episode one and two came out back to back and then it was one week apart. So we waited till week three or week four to start watching this. So, I mean, not November 12th, we waited till the beginning of December and we still didn't watch it. We were going to watch some of it during Thanksgiving break. We didn't watch it. And then we were going to watch it during Christmas break. We didn't watch it. And, uh.
1: And the reason we waited for a few episodes to come out is because we were like, okay, when we. When we start it, we're probably going to want to watch a couple episodes.
0: Which we did. We really enjoyed the first episode. Yeah.
1: I don't know why we didn't watch episode two. Well, the other thing is, I is don't that. Remember.
0: Um, so I'm a, we've talked about it on the show before, but I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. Ooh, that's what we need as a pad on here. What? The theme song. Oh. Just wait, saying. Which one? Um, Let's do season three.
1: It is season three.
0: That's the one, yeah, it's at uh, David Tennant's last season is where they added the electric guitars in.
1: I thought David Tennant had three seasons.
0: I just said season three.
1: No, no, no I know, but season one is Christopher Eccleston.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You are, yeah, yeah I four. said it wrong. I think it's season, f- well, season three or season four of Tenet. Yeah. Which would be, the, I'm sorry, I just said what? it wrong. Season three or season four, which would be Tenet season two or three. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's either his second or third season mm. say it that way uh it's where they uh they they add they increase the drums and the electric guitar and it's out and the so horns. good and the horns and um and then another season later on they add more oh they add more drums but less horns unfortunately and then you know each doctor has just a signature uh uh uh, uh theme for the show that's just really good. But um, I wouldn't mind having just one Doctor Who theme on, on here. Yeah. I just think we need it for something. So anyway. But no, it, we set, we reason we sidetracked there is that the uh, reason we've been watching The Mandalorian is that we've been going back through Doctor Who with Caleb. So mm-hmm. um, we have, we talked about the, a little bit this last week. I have almost every, I think I have all but 20 of the original doctor who episodes and that's all of the classics. And and I do mean all of them. And if I don't have the, ep- the actual episode to watch, I have the audio recording of the episode where they did like, uh, so back then, and I'm sure they do it today, but back then when they were recording, uh, TV shows, they would do snapshots throughout the whole recording process. And so they went back later, uh, somebody did with the audio recording that, that survived and they put the still shot images. So you're seeing it. It's like a still motion picture and you're seeing it while you're listening to the audio, but we have all those. And then, um, I've watched all of the new, the reboots starting with Christopher Eccleston. I've seen, I've seen all of those. I don't know how many times through again, I've seen, uh, Eccleston Tennant, and Smith, all of their seasons at least four times each, at least. Uh, and then Peter Capaldi, I've seen his seasons probably three times through now, and then uh, Jodie Whittaker, I've seen her first season, uh, season eleven, uh, twice, and so. But and you now you've watched them with me all the way through. Now we're watching watching them with uh,
1: Caleb, and Caleb's so this having a lot of fun. This is Caleb's first time. My second. Well, it's it's your. It's, my second official from beginning time.
0: to end. It's your second yes. official time, but you've this seen is, some of those yeah. seasons multiple times. Yeah, like and you've already seen is, Capaldi some of his seasons twice.
1: I did. Mm-hmm.
0: Like you, like you watched it. Uh, you're watching it live with uh, me and Mr. Sam.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: then, um, um, you've watched off and on with me yeah. over the years and everything else. So, but anyway, but the reason we've watched Mandalorian is every time we get time to watch a show that's just the three of us, you know, boys watching. Uh, we tend to go straight to Doctor Who and we're watching that right now. So we are currently uh with Matt Smith season what's, what season are we on? Season 5 episode Season 5 three? episode 3 I
1: think. Episode 3? Maybe 4. I think it's 3. We though. just finished
0: episode 2. That's
1: right. So 3, yeah.
0: Yeah. The writing in that show just gets better and better and better. And even though we're only on the second episode for Matt Smith, um it's so good, like I'll, so, like the, that. The episode we just watched—I'm um, trying to remember the title of what we just—the episode we just watched. But the episode we just watched was so good. Uh, the right or maybe the episode itself wasn't that. I mean, the episode was fun. It wasn't like one of the best episodes, but the writing itself was so good. Um, it's better than even some of Tenet's best episodes because the the dialogue and the emotion and Man, Matt Smith doesn't need a warm-up. Like yeah. Episode 2, he's already amazing. And so that's why you know we're taking our time. <laughs> that's why we've stalled out and haven't yeah. watched The Mandalorian. I've, yeah. In I fact, didn't... you know what? Let's just get real. We probably won't watch The Mandalorian. We probably t- won't. Until we finish Doctor Who with Caleb. Which, which is going to be a little while. Yeah, we're in season f- uh, 5. 5, and there's so, yeah. like 12 now. Right. We have two more seasons of Matt Smith, three seasons of Capaldi, and then we have uh, one season of Whitaker to watch and uh you know you and i we have the season pass for uh season 12 Jerry Whitaker's second season but we haven't actually stopped to watch it yet but we need to anyway let's let's move on to some news cuz we're already past the 30 minute mark here on the show and so let's just uh let's get we have a lot of news to cover let's jump right into it so uh dungeon defenders defender dungeon defenders not offenders <laughs> okay. A game, Dungeon Offenders, and and then the whole game you run around, you know, causing offense to people. And people are offended at you for everything that you do. You you level up the more you offend people. So you go and you step on somebody's foot, or you stab them in the in the side, or you knock a drink out of their hands, and you get a bonus twenty five points. Sounds um, like a solid game to me. It does sound like a, you know that would be a great indie game. I think so. Dungeon Offenders. If I could code. That would be a fun game to do. You know what? We, we need to talk about this like later. Like, See what comes some ideas. And if you're listening to the show and you want to create Dungeon Offenders, you can have that IP. Uh, we just want our name in it. So maybe model the characters after me and Jay. That would be oh, great. Oh, that would be pretty oh, cool. We want, you
1: want to be in a video game? That would be pretty cool.
0: But But we're the offenders the whole game. So we're the ones slapping drinks out of people's hands. We're the ones taking the bottle from babies and making them cry. We're the ones taking candy from kids. This is a really morbid game. Yeah. I still like it. Dungeon of Maybe we
1: should just be the
0: offended. The offended? Yes. So, But then we won't be the main characters. We'll just be in one scene that you see for like two seconds. Unless
1: every single person in the game is you and me.
0: Or unless we're constantly running through the games, constantly being offended.
1: Oh uh, yeah, like we're just
0: yeah, we're just no, always. I don't. There. No, no, no. I want I want a beat 'em up style game where you and I are running through there, and it's dungeon offenders, and and we're constantly offending people.
1: But then, but, but then, then we're the bad guys. Like us. Well, they
0: have to make it in the fun yeah, kind offending of ending. Everybody. All right. Oh yeah, fun I'm way. sure there's a developer yeah, who can beating make beating your a fun kid way. up.
1: Way. It's lots of fun. I'm going to take his candy. Okay, well, anyway. Having lots of let's fun. Let's get back on track.
0: Dungeon Defenders is a game that originally came back, came out in 2010. 10, uh, It was on Steam. It was on uh, Xbox 360. Um, I, I got real big on the iPad version. For whatever reason, I love the t- touch controls. And this game is, in, in the very simplified version of what the game is, it's part tower defense and then part uh, third-person perspective um RPG action game so there's different classes in the game and I'm just gonna pick the wizard um class for example I can't remember what if it's called wizard or mage. I think it's a wizard But, you know, as you're playing and leveling up, you can level up and get new gear. So in that game, you can get like a new hat give you magical abilities, a new staff or whatever else. And as you level up and get new gear, you become more powerful. And so the game has two phases. The first phase is build. And so you're building and setting up your towers. And your towers, you actually upgrade and get new towers as you're playing the game as well. Um, And then after you do the, the placement build phase, then you've got the fighting phase. Then the enemies begin to come in. And as they're coming in... Um, The towers are defeating them as well as your character and you're running around fighting them in real time, which is, it's a really fun game. But the first one came out in 2010. Then they came out with Dungeon Defenders Eternity. I never played that one. And then Dungeon Defenders 2 in 2017. Um, Dungeon Defenders 2 has mixed reviews. It's not considered um, by a lot of people as one of the better games. The first one was an amazing game. Well... I don't know if the studio, I'm not sure how, what the story is. Uh, the game came out on, on Kickstarters, Dungeon Defenders Awakened. came out on Kickstarters, and they pitched this idea of going back to the roots of, it's not necessarily a Dungeon Defenders 3. It's almost, um, I guess you would say, a re, reimagining of the first Dungeon Defenders. And um, the game is it, it's coming soon. And so I know they're a little bit behind schedule, but it's coming to Steam Early Access This month, in fact, February 21st, uh, following to consoles right after that. And so I am super excited about this game. Um, I don't normally uh, support games on on Kickstarter just because um, you don't know if you're going to like it or not. You may kickstart a game, become a backer for a game that's, you know ends up getting a four rating or something. If you don't know what Kickstarter is, Kickstarter is a place where you can go and you can basically become a financial supporter, a financial backer to a project. Rather it be a new product, a new game. Um, the Genki Bluetooth adapter that I use for my Switch, that, that's one of the best selling. It's definitely the best featured one out there. Bluetooth, Bluetooth adapters you can get for your Switch you and get on Amazon right now. Um, it started off as a Kickstarter item. And so uh, when Dungeon Defenders Awakened was on there, because I liked the first one so much, excuse me, I immediately went out there and did a Kickstarter on it. And then I told Mr. Sam, I said, hey, I called him and said, you've got to get behind this game. It's going to be a great game. I actually think I upgraded my Kickstarter to a two-pack with the intentions of giving you or Caleb the other code. And so we'll have that right off the bat to play with it. So I'm really excited for that one. But that one's coming out. Again, Steam early access. um, And I do believe you can still... Uh, order the game directly from them just google dungeon defenders awakened and you can get into all of that so um, and some other news as of december 31st i don't have the current numbers as of right now but as of 31st this is pretty significant nintendo has sold 52.5 million switch units so far it says that it expects to reach a total install base of 54.3 million by the end of March, and so by the end of March will be the end of their fiscal year. It'll be just after, uh, just a few couple of weeks after the Switch's official uh, three-year anniversary. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. They're expecting to reach 54.3 million by the end of March. Here's what that means. It means that they've. It's the, the Nintendo Switch has already outsold the Super Nintendo. Which, stole, which stood at $49.1 million. And if the trajectory that they are, are forecasting holds, uh, they will um, surpass the sales of the original Nintendo Entertainment System by the end of their next fiscal year, so 2021, uh, if this tra- trajectory holds. The NES sold $61.91 million, so basically $61.9 million units and the switch is on target to outsell the NES that speaks volumes for the switch uh it's had a great start and people were wondering if it was going to you know kind of peter out after year one but it stayed strong and then year two and it stayed strong and it came out with the switch light and for year two and now we're approaching the end of year three and you've got the switch the switch light and the switch is doing really really well um and then the other thing which is Staggering just to think about it from a financial standpoint. Uh, Nintendo has sold more than 310 million, 1010 million units of software for the Switch. So that's, that's just different titles. That averages right around 8 pieces of software per Switch console. Um, that's just huge. Nintendo is on fire. If you told me Nintendo was going to be here... Three years ago, I wouldn't have believed you. If you told me Nintendo was going to be here two years ago, I probably wouldn't have believed you. I mean, a year into the Switch's life, I mean, I was loving it, but even I was wondering if it was going to lose steam. Um, it's facing, you know, this holiday coming up, holiday for 2020. They'll be facing the PS5 and the new Xbox Series X. The X X. I'm not sure what it is. It's, yeah, I keep forgetting the name of that one. They but, keep um,
1: making it weird.
0: Well, it's, yeah, I can't remember the official name right now. But uh, Nintendo's going to be facing a, a tough holiday season, but their strong point is their software. So if they can come out with a Breath of the Wild 2, you know, that got showcased. I don't know if you remember the video for that. that. Man, it looks so good. Oh, oh so good. But if, I'm excited That's a, for that. That, that, that's that's, a console yeah. seller. That game is a console yeah, seller. Yeah, it's going to
1: be really f- fun.
0: Yeah, so if that comes out um, this holiday, it could happen. I mean, it really could. Um and then Animal Crossing is coming out here in uh in March. I think it's March twentieth, the game's being released. And so and that's another console s- seller, but there's another piece of news about that one. Jay, why don't you go and take that one for us?
1: Uh yeah. The Switch is getting an Animal Crossing makeover. They're coming out with a new bundle. Um, I'll pull it up real quick. Um, it's a it's a Switch bundle, like the like the Splatoon bundle or the Diablo bundle, but it's Animal Crossing. So the dock is um, customized, I guess you'd say. Yep. Um, the Switch itself, like on the back, has stuff all over it. I know. Oh. Um, it looks really cool. The dock, I really like the back of the Switch. I think it looks really cool. It looks like it's just um, like little <sighs> so villages
0: on the back. Can you have you pulled up a picture of it? I'm pulling up another one for the back specifically right now, but it looks so good. Yeah, yeah, here it is. Here it is. Oh my gosh! I
1: think it's like trees and stuff on the back of it, and like little camps.
0: Well, it's like all the little campsites. Like you're, yeah. like you're building okay. your island or whatever else. And then and so it's from it's from the game specifically. So you've got characters on the on the back, mm-hmm. and what's cool is if you know Animal Crossing real well, there looks to be some new characters on this as, as well. Um, and this back looks textured.
1: Yeah, it does look textured. Like with the waves of the water? Yeah. there's yeah. I mean, this is a good-looking switch. It looks really cool.
0: And then and then the... Uh, the Joy-Cons oh.
1: are green and blue.
0: Yeah, but it's more like a mint green and a okay. mint blue, like a soft green. I was green. making sure. But on the back... <clears throat> excuse me, the Joy-Cons are, are two-toned, where on the back of the Joy-Cons, there are this soft cream color. yeah. They don't have any two tone. It right looks now.
1: really, really, I really want good. This bundle. The only thing I don't like. It's so is hard for
0: me not to pre-order this bundle.
1: The only thing I don't I like about it. it is the Switch dock. I don't really care. I mean, it's fine. I just don't really care for the way it looks. Okay, so let's talk about the dock for a second. So the dock is. So
0: they've had. Um, I'm sure we're going to leave one of them out, but there's been the D the Diablo Three bundle. There's been uh, the Super Smash Brothers bundle. The there is
1: a there's a smash. Mm-hmm. What?
0: There's a smash brothers bundle. Yeah. Look it up. There's there was a smash brothers bundle. The joy cons were just the standard gray joy cons and it had the smash. Uh, it was very subtle, but it had the smash um, uh, logo, you know, the cross uh, on on each joy con like split. And then on the dock itself, you had Mario on one side. I don't remember who was on the other side. Yeah. Bowser. Yeah. Go and look it up. But um, So Uh, there was a Diablo 3 bundle. There was a um, Smash bundle. There was, oh my gosh, uh, uh, I can't remember right now, but that Disney. Oh, I
1: remember this. This is a really cool bundle. That is a cool looking bundle. The Smash one?
0: Yeah. Then there was a Disney, I can't remember the official name. It's a Japanese name, but a Disney bundle that was exclusive to Japan. There was a Dragon Quest XI S bundle that I would... Anybody listening the to the show, Quest, if you yeah. love me, buy me that bundle. <laughs> oh, you can only buy it, uh, uh, you know, from a third party now, and it goes for five hundred dollars. So the dragon, just real quick, on the Dragon Quest, I was telling Jaden about this. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the show or not, but the Dragon Quest bundle today, right now, if you want the bundle, the dock alone goes for hundred dollars. Just this to the dock on eBay, um, the Joy Cons two hundred dollars. Just For the Joy Cons, which, which I mean, I mean, okay, if you look at it this way, it's it's actually only about $120 more than a new set of Joy Cons. Um, but that's just the Joy Cons, but they're this really good blue. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. You it's know really that, cool. you know, that uh, when they came out with those new Joy Cons last year, when they came out with the purple and orange and then the blue and the yellow, mm-hmm. it's not quite that dark of blue but it's way darker than the neon blue. I mean it's a good-looking blue and you got the Dragon Quest on it and on the back of the Switch you got Dragon Quest. But what's you, anyway, so so in saying all that, with all of these uniquely themed uh Switch sets, Switch bundles, what's unique about Dragon Dragon Quest? I really want the Dragon Quest bundle. What's unique about the Animal Crossing bundle is that the, rather than the dock just being etched on there or it just being a different tone cuz normally it's just like this gray color on there like the diablo one shows part of diablo on there and whatnot um with with this one it's actually colored so the dock is the same cream color that's on the back of the joy cons um it's very bright you know in your face it has the the water from the island you know the oceans on the bottom of it you got some little animal crossing people on there as well Um, this is a good looking set
1: I mean, if we yeah, needed, it's really cool. If I didn't buy mommy that that switch light, I would buy this in a heartbeat. I think my favorite thing about it is the Joy Cons. Those, jo-
0: those Joy Cons just look really good. So they have confirmed that they're going to be selling the Joy Cons separately in Japan. Of course, they are. I know. In Japan, you can actually in Japan you can actually order a Switch and customize which Joy Cons come up with the Switch. Really. Yeah,
1: that's really cool. Yeah, I'm oh, I wish
0: you could do that here in the, in the states, but um, I, I'm sure you'll they'll. I'm, I'm, when I say I'm sure. I'm hoping they'll come uh, stateside. Uh, in the UK though, you can order. Get this, you can order, or is it Japan? No, 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 it's in Japan. In Japan, you can order just the Switch Box because it looks so cool, and they're only charging like five dollars for it. Really? Yeah, it translates to like five US dollars. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, I would really. Oh, I would like to get this stock. I mean, this whole set, it I'm looks I'm still cool. looking at this
1: Smash bundle. It's, I I haven't really uh, seen this very much. This is really cool looking. It is cool looking. The dock. You know, has, I wouldn't
0: mind getting some of these these docks secondhand. You should that. Do are that. busted. Like, I don't, I don't need them working. And just no, have no, no, them. just to collect them, yeah.
1: Yeah, it'd be really cool. It has the dock. The, the Super Smash dock has uh, Samus, Mario, Kirby, and Star Fox on the left. It's a good, good looking left. dock. And then on the right, it's Donkey Kong, um, Link, Yoshi, and Pikachu.
0: No, it's a good looking dock. It really and is. And then it has
1: the, the the, um, the, the the cross. The, the, um, yeah, the cross things on the joy cons. Yeah. It looks really. No, it's really cool.
0: it really is a good looking dock. Um, but I'm telling you this, and so I okay, so I do have the Diablo 3 bundle. I did buy that collector's edition, um, and it actually worked out though because at the time when I bought it, uh, it was I think it came out in October. And then that, that that following Christmas, we were already planning on getting Caleb a switch. And so it worked out to where, <coughs> excuse me, I got that switch for myself. And then Caleb inherited my switch, which means we still have a day one launch switch in this household, which we will never get rid of that switch. Um, and it's still holding up surprisingly well, considering how many people were having issues with the switch. So, um, But yeah, so uh, this console uh, set animal crossing will be made available March 13th for two ninety nine. It does not come with the game. And so unlike other bundles that come with the game, this the on the state side and it doesn't make any sense. It's the animal crossing one. Yeah. So are you it, sure? Yeah, I, I'm sure. So in the UK you can buy this themed console switch and it comes with the game. I mean, obviously it costs a little bit more, more money because it comes with the digital copy of the game. Uh, this one doesn't come with a copy of the game. Um, and I'm not really sure why, but, uh, but anyway, but it makes sense on the price. It's $300 and, and it comes with the comes with the dock, uh, the, the con- switch console itself, and then the joy cons. Now one of the things that's again, it's different. not only does it not come with the game, but like some of the other bundles like the Diablo bundle, uh, it came with the game and it also came with um, you know a real basic switch holder as well that has the Diablo colors, the red, and everything else. It's still really cool, you know it's yeah. for collectors and everything else. Um that I'm not gonna get rid of. So anyway, Jay, why don't you take this uh next one here that we have on the news?
1: Um, let's see here. Oh, so um I'm sure y'all are all aware Nintendo has been producing some mobile games for, you know, your phones and uh things like that. And um they they just earned one billion dollars um in mobile by mobile games. In
0: total revenue, yeah, for mobile games. So
1: like all these, you know, like Mario Run, um, Mario Kart Tour, um, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, I think it's called, um, Dr. Mario World, just all those um uh, mobile games. Um, they've reached a billion one billion dollars, which is I that's think insane. I think that's really cool. That's it. I don't know earning how much that money. much money through mobile games? I, I just think that's crazy.
0: I don't know how much money they've spent um, on development for some of these games, but I, I, you know it's nowhere in here, close to this. Yeah. And so uh, I'm trying to look up some stuff right here. I actually had some numbers pulled up earlier, and I'm trying to find them right now. And it showed their financial breakdown for 2019 as far as um, where they were in, um, like, what, what, brought, what brought what brought them money. You know, console sales, game sales, uh mobile games, things like that. And so, um, and I just can't seem to find it right now, but that's okay. That's okay. It's still, it's still crazy that they did, uh, a billion dollars. And so, uh, the games, gen that you just listed quickly. Let's just look at them real fast here. Um, this would include games that you spend money in. And so, uh, their their first offering was Super Mario Run and what yeah. and that was my favorite pay method because or pay model because on that game you got the game for free. it was one level and if you wanted to unlock the whole game, it was ten dollars. Um, that's what I want to do. I don't want to pay continually on a game. I mean there are people who have spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on some of these other games. Um, Super Mario run, 10 bucks, you own the game. I mean, for Nintendo, that's not steady revenue. So they've switched from that, and they have Animal uh, Crossing Pocket Camp, which, you know, Mommy really got into that game. I got into that game. I think you got into that game for a little bit. And that game you can play mostly free, and the only time you have to spend money is if you want to speed things up. So you bought a new couch to put outside of your tent, and it's going to take three hours to arrive. Well, you can spend some money. Uh, in game currency that you have to buy with real game currency, and you could speed that three minutes up to real life
1: currency, not seconds. real game.
0: Well, I'm sorry, you can spend <laughs> real lame, real lame, real game currency to buy in game currency to speed stuff up in the game. And so, you know, they made a lot of money off Animal Crossing. Um, Dr. Mario World has not done well. Dragalia Lost has done I didn't even know good. that was
1: a thing. I never really got that. I don't know if
0: people aren't playing it because it, it's it's, it's kind of like Bejeweled. Remember Bejeweled? No. Oh! Remember Candy Crush? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm talking yeah. too old. Bejeweled is back when I was playing. I know what Candy Crush okay. is. You know what Candy Crush <laughs> is, yeah. yeah. So it's like Candy Crush. I don't know if people are just tired with those kind of matching games because sure it's kind of like it. how it is. Or if it's because Dr. Mario is really a game that they haven't remade really, you know, since the NES days. I mean, there were there was a Game Boy version. I think there's an SNES version as well. But, um, it, that I mean, I grew up playing Dr. Mario and loved Dr. Mario because it was the new hip version of tetris but i mean have you ever played dr mario um
1: no i have not you don't know what
0: dr mario is the
1: only way i know dr mario is because we have the amiibo and see um, i don't Smash. know if
0: that's the reason why people aren't playing dr mario uh, dr mario world but in contrast there's mario kart kart tour um which some people are playing um i do not like that game
1: yeah i'm not a big fan of it either i, I, I got it and i've played it a couple times but I, 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 cause I saw a few of my friends that had it, and I was like, "Hey, what's that?" So they were like, "Oh, yeah, it's Mario." Kart. So I got it, and I played it a few times, but I didn't really. I didn't, I don't know. I'm to...
0: terrible. It's it's you know it's designed to be one finger pl- you play mm-hmm. with just one finger so steering and everything else. I'm terrible. I've tried both steering methods. I can't. I can't. I'm not great at either one of them. I do wish the game was in landscape mode, and yeah. I wish you had like a couple of different buttons that you could press. You know, or your virtual pads yeah. you could press. No, I, I or even motion either. control. I mean, motion, tilting the phone, that would be great. I don't like this portrait mode they do it in. It, it's do not like it. Um, but the games, the games that make them the most money is Fire Emblem Heroes by a huge margin. Uh, over eighty, I believe it's over 80% of the money coming in has been on Fire Emblem Heroes. I believe that number is, is accurate. Uh, that game I really do like. Um, but even on that one, I've kind of backed around, back down from. But that's just a lot of money. So, but moving on in the news here, um, last week we talked about how there's been rumors for a while now. Well, there's been rumors since day one about a Switch Pro being released. I mean, since the Switch first came out, rumors began to start about the Switch Pro. Um, Nintendo just had their financial, their, their latest uh, financial report, and they said that they currently have no plans to launch a new Nintendo Switch model during 2020. Um, now I do want to say this. They said the same thing right before the switch light came out. Really? The exact same thing. They said, we have no, uh, no plans, uh, on releasing a new switch, uh, model. So and then the, the light out. Um, I don't know if this is because they're trying to, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is to their, their financial partners. I mean, they're giving an update. So, they want to talk about what's coming up. They want to talk. Hey, here's what's on the horizon. We got these new games coming out. We have all this stuff happening. They want to talk about that kind of stuff. Um, and so, uh, so now what people are saying is either, either a a Switch Pro is not coming in 2020, or b there will be a Switch Pro coming in 2020, but it'll be um, much less of what we were wanting. So it'll be the performance boost will be minor. The battery jump will be. Minor. Um, it would be kind of like going from the Nintendo 3DS to the, or, I'm sorry, the 3DS. Uh, uh, I'm I'm jumbling my words here. It's like going from the Nintendo 3DS to the new Nintendo 3DS, where there was a slight bump in performance. Um, hopefully, that's not the case. I would love to see a Switch Pro model come this year. Um, so I've got mixed feelings on this. Part of me was bummed, but at the same time, I'm like. Yeah, give me one more year before you know, Pro comes out. So, Anyway, um, we don't need to talk too much about that one because I know we talked about it last week as well. Do we, what do we want on a Switch Pro and all that? So, in other news, Pokemon Sword and Shield have performed very well uh, despite controversy at launch. There was a lot of controversy around the game at launch. But despite that, the two games have sold more than 16 million units, which makes it a faster seller than uh, either Let's Go game and uh, Sun and Moon. Which was the last one to come out on um, 3DS. So, fast, you know, very fast selling game, over 16 million units sold so far. So, um, regardless if you love the game, hate the game, or not sure how you feel about the game, or don't even like Pokemon to begin with, um, it's doing great. I know that we talked about the expansion a couple shows ago. Um, I'm still really enjoying it. Caleb just beat the game as far as the campaign goes. Now he's going to go back and uh, I say campaigns, more of a story. But uh, he's going to go back and now catch the Pokemon he hasn't played yet. Uh, he's actually excited about the expansion pass for that as well, though. So um, that's interesting. So um, and two last pieces of news here that, that we're going to talk about here is, uh, first of all, uh, the Outer Worlds is finally coming to Nintendo Switch. Now, this game came out, uh, I believe it was fall of last year, and it was announced for Switch. But like so many games that, that are current generation for Switch... Mm-hmm. It got delayed and it's not coming out day one. So but it, it finally got a release date of March sixth was actually my wedding anniversary. So guess what I'm doing on my wedding anniversary? Taking taking your mom, my wife out to a wonderful dinner and then get, coming home and playing um oh yeah she'll Worlds. love that. Yeah. She will love that. Yeah. Well Animal Crossing will be out by that point. And so uh or no actually it won't. Ah, rats. I was gonna say she could play Animal Crossing, but no, I'll be playing this one. But I'm super excited about this. I am so ready for this game. I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people who, who want to play the Outer Worlds and have like myself who've waited specifically because they want the Switch version of the game. But it's coming up March 6th, so that's exciting. Uh and then last but not least, there's a lot of news, but this is just kind of what we're highlighting right now. Uh if you're a Devil May Cry fan, um They've released uh, the first two on Switch. The third is coming out on Switch, and they're doing something cool. Capcom's doing something cool with this one. If you pre-purchase or purchase once it comes out, Devil May Cry three, which I believe it comes out, at, it's twenty dollars. You can then go back on the eShop and buy Devil May Cry one or two at half price, which is a great deal. It's something that I wish they would do with Resident Evil. They kind of did it with five and six. Like if you if you owned if you I don't remember how it worked, but if you owned one of them and you can get the other ones at pre launch, like, you know, pre order it for half price or something. And yes, they go on sale from time to time, but those games are still like 30 bucks a piece or something like that when they come out way overpriced. And so, uh, Devil May Cry, this is how they need to be pricing them buy one, get the rest of them for half price. I mean, because these games are already at. These games are for free already on some things like Xbox Live and things like that and Game Pass or whatnot. And then you can get them in bargain bins for you know 10 and 15 bucks. And so these games need to be this is how you price the games. I've never was one I've never been into these games, but after seeing them price like this, I actually want to go give them money and try the game out now. Like now, sure, I want to try the games. I'll buy three first so then I can buy one for
1: half price. Um I actually want to try it. So anyway. Any thoughts on that, Jay? Um no, I don't know what that game is, but that's a really good deal. So any of you who um are into those games, definitely take advantage of that cuz that's a really cool uh really cool opportunity to take.
0: All right, let's jump on over to the main topic for today's uh show which is Return of the Console Wars, and I don't mean uh, where we are currently with the Switch. I don't mean currently where we are with the Switch right now. I am specifically talking more about um, the mini consoles. So, uh, just to run through a few of these real fast here. Uh, Nintendo released the NES Classic console um, a couple years ago. That console sold out immediately. Um, Then they released the SNES Classic a year later. The console was selling out immediately, and then Sega released the Sega Genesis Mini, which, instead of being uh, selling out, just dropped in prices like crazy. And then Atari released the Flashback, and then the Flashback 8 Gold Deluxe. You said it
1: dropped in prices? Yeah, I don't want
0: to talk about that here in a second. Okay. Um, And then the Commodore 64 released, and then a uh, Commodore 64 Mini released. Um, and then that dropped in price almost immediately. And probably the biggest disappointment out of all of these um, is the PlayStation Classic that released. And this almost immediately dropped down to next to nothing. And so, um, you know, back in the 90s, you had the console wars. You had, you had Nintendo who was king. And then you had Sega coming up and putting a lot of pressure on, Ninten- on Nintendo. Specifically, it was Sega in America that was doing really, really well. Um, there's a book out there called Console Wars. A great book. You need to give it a read. Awesome book. Um, and it talks about how Sega and and Nintendo were really fighting tooth and nail. And then, you know, Sega brought out the Genesis. And then SNES was coming out with, you know, as a 16-bit system competing with the Sega Genesis as a 16-bit system. And then it was a race to who's going to come out first to the next, you know, first 32-bit system. And um, I mean, it's just it was really heated console wars back then, and and back then, I mean, as a kid gr- growing up, you were a Sega fan or you were a Nintendo fan, and I was a Nintendo fan. That's I mean, that's I was a Nintendo fan. We didn't have a Sega Genesis. We had a Sega. We weren't going to have a Sega Genesis. I go to my friend's house to play Sega Genesis, or they come to my house to play Nintendo. But you only had one or the other. It's not like today where you will have an Xbox and a Nintendo and a Switch and everything else. Um, but everybody. Is jumping on the bandwagon making these mini and these classic models. So let me just give you some really quick numbers here. Um, The NES Classic, uh, the the NES Classic, and then the SNES Classic. So those two consoles combined, I don't know where they're at now, but they sold more than 10 million units. 10 million units. And again, to put it in comparison, the NES Classic uh, was priced at $59.99. The SNES Classic was priced at $79.99. Now, the NES Classic came with one controller. The SNES came with two. And so if you're looking at the fact that there's a $20 difference, uh, if you added another controller to the original NES, it brought it up $10. So then you're looking at basically $69.99. So even at that price point, $69.99 and then the SNES at $79.99 sold more than 10 million units. Those consoles today go for anywhere up to $150 to $200 on eBay. I mean, you just can't you just can't get them. Nintendo quit quit making them. And then they made them in short spurts and then they sold out everywhere. I remember when I was trying to get my hands on an SNES Classic, I happened to be um, you know, uh up in Kansas in the middle of nowhere, and they don't have a Best Buy. they have a Walmart Target um and then a uh GameStop, and that's really it. And I was uh at the Wal- at Walmart there and they had an SNES Classic, like a whole Bunch, a whole bunch of them. Is that Walmart? Yeah, Walmart. So I, I bought what? one and then as I'm checking, but here's how rare they are. So I bought one and I'm checking out and again, this isn't a big city that has a lot of electronic stores. So there's only three places that I'm aware of, you know, Walmart, Target, and GameStop that sells things like this. And so as I'm checking out, there's a cash, I'm at a self-checkout register and there's a guy that's standing right there with a self-checkout you to make sure no one's yeah. stealing anything, make sure you don't have a problem or anything. And he sees me Scan it and he's like, He goes, Did you just pick that up? I said, I said, Yeah, you have a, I guess you just got a brand new shipment, it's full. And, he, and he's like, I've got to get one. I'm like, Well, dude, there's like, you know, eight back there. And he's like, Man, I've got to wait till I'm on break. He goes, I hope they still have them when I'm on break. So later that day, I went to GameStop because I always check out that games. that GameStop, uh, uh where I go in Gar- Garden City, Kansas. Um, they always have amiibos that I can't find anywhere else. I, I don't know if it's just not a market up there, but like here in Dallas, if there's a, a rare amiibo, it's gone. Um, the first run of the Diablo Loot Goblin amiibo, you had to pre-order them, and then they were sold out in pre-order, and you couldn't find them in store. I went there, and they had them, you know, they had, you know, seven or eight on the shelf, and asked the lady, I said, did you did you just get these in today? She goes, no, they've been here three or four weeks. So I guess the market's just not there for amiibos. So whenever I go there, I tend to get amiibos and I tend to get them on sale. But um went to the GameStop there and I was talking to the guy that I just got a SNES Classic and he got super excited because he, as an employee of GameStop, he hasn't been able to buy one himself cuz you know, there's certain rules they have to abide by, you know, for fair, you know, uh, chance for the customers and everything else and he hadn't been able to get one yet. And so anyway, 10 million units have been sold, more than 10 million of the NES and SNES Classic. Okay. Let's move on. You go to the Sega Genesis Mini. It launched at $79.99. Same price as the SNES SNES Classic. Only $10 more if you bought the NES Classic with the uh, extra controller. Sega Genesis Mini. Came out at $79.99. Dropped to $59.99. You can now pick it up for $30. So, I don't know the numbers behind this, but if they sold 10 million units, they wouldn't be dropping the price on it. They're not selling. The Atari Flashback 8 Gold Deluxe currently, so it started at $79.99, $80, and you can pick it up currently for $30. The Commodore 64 Mini started for $80, you can pick it up for $25. The PlayStation Classic, you can pick it up almost anywhere for $25. It's been on sale for this past holiday season, it was on sale at Walmart
1: for $19.99, and it started at 100 $100. It's just <laughs> it's pretty sad. So I don't want to say anything about th- those four, but that's sad.
0: Well, and and two, more, and I don't have them here on the notes uh, with me, but there are two more mini consoles that are that are coming out soon this year. Um, you know, better luck uh, to them. Well, <laughs> and that's well, see, and that's and that's the thing here is that most people um, cite uh, PlayStation Classic for failing so miserably. Um, not because it's based on the PlayStation, but because PlayStation shot themselves in the foot. They didn't put their best titles on here, the best, the best software titles on here. Um, they put a bunch of obscure titles on here, and why bother? Oh, yeah, Especially a at a $100
1: price tag. Way to go, PlayStation.
0: Um, Nintendo arguably put the best of the best when it came to the NES and the SNES on there. Uh, now, not to mention that you can then hack it. Like my my NES classic that I have in there oh, is yeah, hacked, yeah. and I've yeah. had every NES ROM on there possible. Um, and then my SNES, uh, because it requires you know larger storage space, um, the ROMs are larger. You you can't put them all in there without adding additional storage, which is no. That's too much trouble, too much hassle. But. um, yeah, so you can almost look at these. You know, everybody's come out with their own mini. Everybody's come out with their own little classic console. and I mean, it's cool that they're coming out with these classic consoles because you can hook them directly to your, you know, HDMI TV, 4K TV, and they it's native. Uh, if you try to hook up a retro console and through the RF connection and screw it on where the antenna goes on the back of your TV, it's a, it's a royal pain, and that's if the, the, the cartridge is working and your console is working and everything else. I mean, the, the classic mini consoles are a great idea. They just It seems that they're either overpriced when they're coming out, or they don't have the software that they need. Um, The Commodore 64 was one where you could actually load software onto it that you'd have to go buy the software, but you're still spending $80, and there was issues with it breaking down. uh, the, The controllers were breaking down when they first came out. If you get your hands on an SNES Classic or an NES Classic, it feels like the real deal. Like the controller feels just like the original controller. Sturdy, the buttons feel good, the cable, it feels like the real deal. Um, and so when I was reading some of these numbers, I was just kind of laughing at myself. I was like, "You know, we're returning of the console wars. And I'm like, well, it almost is like a return of the console wars, but there is no console war. Nintendo literally is just, I mean, there was rumors that Nintendo, uh, there was speculation and rumors that Nintendo... Wasn't re-releasing the uh, NES Classic because it sold so well, and then the Switch came out, and they're like, "Well, why would they, you know, release the NES Classic that would then maybe cannibalize their Switch cells, you know, eat into their Switch cells?" Um, I think they could re-release the NES and the SNES Classic right now. I think they will re-release them again here soon. I think it'll be this year, um, personally, and I think when they do, before a short period of time, I think you'll there'll be like a three or four week period and that's it where you can buy one and then it'll be sold out again all over again and they'll be on ebay for 200 bucks all over again so i don't know but i think it's i think it's just kind of i just i honestly do feel sad for the other manufacturers these other companies other manufacturers um playstation had great games i would like for them to, to succeed at a classic sega genesis has great games. Um, I would like to see them succeed. I almost bought a Sega Genesis Mini. I'm glad I didn't. Actually, bought the Sega Genesis. I don't remember what it was called, but it was the collection that it's on Switch, and I love that's actually a great collection. If you're a, uh, a Sega Genesis fan, there buy the you buy the collection on Switch. It comes with Toe Jam and Earl, uh, a lot of the Sonics, um, Golden Axe, some of the games that we were talking about in the beginning of some of those original beat 'em up games. But that's a great collection for Switch. So. But anyway, but yeah, that's it for the console wars. I mean, there's not much to speak about. I mean, you can't
1: blame them. One bullet was shot, Nintendo, Nintendo won. <laughs> They're competing with Nintendo. You can't blame them. Like, you, you, you can't Sony should. Sony them. should have had
0: a good product. They should have had a good product with the Classic, and they just shot themselves in the foot.
1: That sounds like it hurt. I would never shoot myself in the foot. At least not on purpose. Maybe on accident. Did you know when I was when
0: I was uh, let's see, you're 14. I was younger than you. I was probably 12. Nine, 12. No, let's see. I don't know. I was around. I was around your age, give or take a year. I was shot in the foot with a nail gun.
1: That sounds like I hurt. Guess who did it? Anna.
0: Yep, my mother. Um, <laughs> it was a mistake. We were put building a wall, and she thought she put, she was going fast and put the nail gun straight onto the floor, and instead went right on my foot. Anyway. Thankfully, it just uh, went, it, it was, it, I, I mean, I, I lucked out. The, the, the nail shot through my sh- shot through my shoe uh, and, and went between two of my toes. I mean, it cut them both. I mean, they had. A, I mean, it was a deep cut both, bit, but it went between the toes, thankfully. So, um, I was good. Did we go to the doctor? Of course not. Um, uh, that game I was telling you about, it's called the Sega Genesis Classics. Um, great game. I mean, I totally think you need to pick it up. They put it on sale. All the time. Um, I think it's, it's right around $30 or $40. I'm looking it up right now for y'all. Um, it's $30 right now. And I believe you can pick it up on sale um, for $19.99. But even at $30, I think it's worth it. It has over 50 classic Sega games on it. Really fun game. Really fun game. Check it out. So, um, Jay, I want, uh, let's switch gears here. We're, we're pretty much out of time, but let's do talk about what we've been doing in Smash, because that is one game we have been playing, is Smash Brothers, and um, I started playing a little bit of it last week uh, when they released version 7 when Byleth came to Switch. I'm sorry, came to Smash. I am really liking Byleth. Uh, Byleth is the protagonist that you play as um, in Fire Emblem Three Houses, and it's I say him, I say him because that's who I'm playing as. You can play either as a, as a guy or a girl. So to, what's what's funny is depending if you're listening to other podcasts or watching YouTube videos, if people are talking about Smash Brothers, they're always going to be say, yeah, whenever I'm playing Byleth, he or she, and it's always a difference, and it's always going to be how they played the game. So if they played it as a guy, it's going to be he. If they played it as a girl, it's going to be a she. 'Cause in the character in, in Smash mm-hmm. you played the same way, so but um we created our very first stages or we stage did. plural or singular because we, we each created our own stage and we set a fifteen minute timer for ourselves. Yeah,
1: so we only gave ourselves fifteen minutes to do them. Um now I don't know about any of y'all, but I do not work very efficiently or just our stages quick suck at all. So in fifteen <laughs> minutes I just call it for what it I is. I accomplished Close to nothing. Um, I mean, it was fun, I guess. I had Our fun. stages suck. They they were pretty sucky. They were really, really bad. I tried a few things out and just erased it multiple times. It, it, was, it was tough. I'm not going to lie. It's a lot harder than it looks to create stages. I see lots of people creating like... Like these pictures and stuff, really good stages. pictures. And I'm like, man, how do you like? What in the world? Because my, I don't even know how. Well, maybe it. Was maybe hard, the stylist
0: would be easier. We also, I mean, here's the other thing though. We've also neither one of us had ever created a stage. We set ourselves a 15 minute timer uh, yeah. to do it, and um, my <laughs> my <laughs> my stage were, all my all my pla- I had uh, like six different platforms in my stage, and they were all uh, hand drawn, so they're all. like When Jay and I were playing, he's like, "Why are your Why are your platforms look like that? Because mine were all hand drawn, but mine were all rotating except for the center one. And I know you can test the stage before you play it, and I did test my stage before I played it. In fact, when I tested it, none of mine would rotate because they would start rotating and then they would lock up with each other like gears. But what I didn't realize is after I tested it, I didn't see my Far because we did a large stage, my two far ones to the left platforms. After yeah. we're playing it, I'm like, "Why aren't they?" Oh, they're not rotating because they they, they they got stuck again. Yeah, but I put too many platforms. At one point, I put so many platforms that says your stage has been limited to only four players. Oh so yeah, then I, I had to delete the platform. Yeah,
1: I mean it was fun. It was it was it was it's a lot harder than it looks. It's not easy. No, it's kind of like stuff. Super Mario Maker
0: 2. I would rather download the the levels that other people are playing and play those. I think I'd rather download the stages people are playing and then playing those. I don't know. I want to do it again, but in a future episode, uh, like not in a week or two, but here in a few months, what I'd like to do uh, as our listener base grows, I'd like to do a contest. And everybody can, can create a stage and and then we can, we can share them out or something, and then we can actually look at our stages, and we can vote on, on the best stage. Um, Sounds fun. And then until then, maybe you and I can spend some time secretly, covertly on our own, making our own stages, and then we will create our own stage, and then we'll throw it out there for the masses to look at and see what they think about it. So, But, um, yeah, 15 minutes is not enough time to create this mass Not stage. at all.
1: At least not enough for us. <laughs> some of y'all out there might be super-duper creative, but for us, fifteen minutes was not enough time, not near enough time. We, our stages were very immature, and still needed a lot of work. All right, let's move More on here. More about Smash, though. More about Smash. Yeah, go ahead. Um, there's gonna be six. There's six new fighters that they're bringing to um Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Fighters Pass Volume Two. Which is a $30 uh,
0: DLC pack, basically. Yeah. It'll be the second one. They already had one DLC pack. Um, so this is going to be volume two. Right, and that's where you got Byleth, Joker, um, Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. Kazooie. 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 <laughs> Kazooie.
1: Um, I can't remember. We, talk, we, talked uh, yeah, we talked about them last week. One of called Terry.
0: Yeah, we talked about him last week. We were talking about where we my amiibos... Yeah. Joker, things like that. You got Piranha Plant as a pre-order bonus. Um, and so... So here's the thing that we're looking at tonight that we kinda wanted to look at. Is that there are six new fighters coming. Um and the question is, who could they be? And who would we want them to be?
1: So, Jay, you want to take this one first or do you want me to go into it? I'll go first, I guess. Um, I uh have had Super Smash Bros for a it's it's been a while now. And I've really been wanting um The ARMS, characters from the ARMS game to come to Smash. And I know they have a couple of them as um, allies or spirits, whatever you call them in the Mm -hmm. game, like while you're playing. Right. But I would like for them to actually be like legit characters you can pick and fight as. I think that would be really cool. Um, Another one also is the Guardians from Breath of the Wild. Oh, that's good. Um. I think that would be really, really, really cool. I was just thinking because I was looking at our amiibos and I was like, "Ooh!" So here's the thing. Here's the that'd thing. That'd be really cool. Here's the thing. People have been screaming for a
0: Waluigi, uh, because you've got Mario, Luigi, Wario. Oh wait, there's Wario and no Waluigi? No Waluigi. That's kind of messed up. You've and you've and then you got everybody else.
1: Yeah, that's kind of messed you know, up. You've got you've
0: got How gonna you've leave got him? Mario, Doctor Mario. But you don't have,
1: you have everybody. But, How are you just gonna leave him out like that? But here's the
0: thing. But here's the thing. Um, on Waluigi, here's the thing. Um, he's a he's a tro- he's a trophy in previous Smash games or in, in Smash Ultimate. They're called spirits now, um, and I think it's a rule. Like I don't think they've ever broken this rule. If the character is a spirit, they don't bring him over as an actual char- an actual fighter. Now I'm not sure if that's po- if, that, if I'm completely positive on that, because Ryu's been in the game for a while. Um, oh, no. Ken, is Ken a character or is Ken a spirit?
1: No, Ken's a character. Ken is a
0: character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but was he a uh, trophy beforehand that I don't remember? I don't know. Well, anyway, the general rule is if they're a spirit, they're not going to come over as an actual character. Um, and so people need to kind of just, I feel, get off the bandwagon for Waluigi. He's not coming to Smash. I don't believe so as a actual playable character. In saying that, for ARMS, uh, yeah, Spring sincere. Man... Is it spring, spring man? man? Spring, spring man or spring boy? Spring man. Okay, he's already a spirit in the game. He is. Um, and isn't Ribbon Girl right now? I s- I know that one lady who has the who fights with her
1: hair. Oh, her! I can't remember her name. Twin, I, I know what you're talking about Twin something. Yeah,
0: Twin something. Um, and so if there was to be a arms DLC character, to me, there's only two that you could really pick from. Um.
1: Springman, why does that sound wrong? Springman, that's a, I don't know. Springman
0: and Ribbon Girl; those, at least to me, are the two most notable the two main ones. Yeah. Those are the ones when you think of arms; those are the characters you think of.
1: Well, because those are the two on the cover. Like when you exactly, you, yeah,
0: exactly. And they already made a mess and assist. And so yeah. I don't see them making them a character now. If Ribbon Girl's not, I don't, I can't remember if she's a, an assist right now. They could make her a character, which seems kind of wrong. They didn't do Spring Man, but I'd be okay with that. There's not, if you look at the, at the fighter roster list, um, or the roster of fighters, uh, the majority are all male. The females are greatly unrepresented. So bring Ribbon Girl as a main. I'd be cool with that. But who else would you like to see um, in there? You know, one of the things that's been unique about this particular, the first uh, DLC pack, is that you got Joker, who isn't on the Switch at all. Uh, I mean, he is in the new game that's coming out. Uh, I can't remember what it's called right now. Persona. It's, I'll I'll look it up. Uh, he's he's in he's on some 3ds games and persona games are on the 3ds, but that's more of a PlayStation uh, uh, title. Um, but with this latest game of Ultimate, they've been bringing other characters in. Uh, they brought in Cuphead, which is Microsoft. Um, Cuphead came to Switch, you know, last year, which was huge. Um, Microsoft's been bringing other games to Switch. I would like to see some other Microsoft characters. I mean, I don't think we'll ever see it, but it'd be cool. Could I mean is Master Chief from Halo too far out there? I mean, you're talking about Microsoft's key guy. So, I mean, yes, that's that's saying a whole lot right there, but they did it with Cuphead. Well, that's yeah, but that was an independent studio that Microsoft, you know, bought. Still Okay, you can't compare Master Chief with Cuphead.
1: I can compare Master Chief with Cuphead if I want to.
0: Master Chief walks around with all of these big guns, and Cuphead walks around going pew, 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 pew and shoots out of his finger, and he makes the sound Who effects. Who are you to pew,
1: say, pew, 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 say that his pew, gun pew. isn't as cool as Master Chief's?
0: I actually think uh, Cuphead's gun is way cooler because he, he shoots out of his finger and he makes the sounds.
1: He doesn't make the sounds. I forgot about that. That's, that's a
0: great game. game. We need to go back and play that. Yeah, that's a hard, that's a hard game. Talk about hard games. But um, anyway, but they've been doing crossovers, and then Banjo Kazooie you know, was yeah. brought into Smash, and then you have Fire Emblem brought into Smash. And then, yes, I and I do know that Fire Emblem is on Switch. Um, but again, that has been a series that's been a strong PlayStation. Um, I'm just saying it, there's there's room to bring in some characters from other games, and so. Um, even, um, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, you just said him. I, w- I always forget him. He's the one I least care about in the DLC that came out, the fighter.
1: Um, oh, Terry,
0: Terry, Terry, um, I can't remember his last I name I think it's right
1: just Terry. No, it's Terry something. Are you sure? Yeah,
0: I'll look, I'll look it up. But anyway, I sworn it was but just Terry. there's, but he's from a, an old fighting game. So what other games could we bring over? Um, I would personally would love to see a character from resident evil. Uh, I think that like Resident Evil 4. Bring bring the main guy from Resident Evil 4 over. Um but what are some other games that you've played um didn't have to necessarily be Nintendo, maybe it was on micro, maybe it was on on the Xbox. Um or maybe some some past games. What are some games that you like to see some characters pulled over from?
1: I don't even know. Um Oh, you know what? Um a character from Diablo maybe. I think that would be fun. That'd be Ooh. a little. I think that'd be cool.
0: So okay, so character from Diablo. I don't know who you'd pick.
1: Me neither. Because that's what I was. He's he the main
0: character. But when you said Diablo, here's where my mind went to. It was not Diablo, but was Blizzard. Because Blizzard okay. is on, on Nintendo now, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. Do you have you? I know you never played it. Do you remember StarCraft at all? Watching me play StarCraft. I think so. Okay, StarCraft two specifically, Kerrigan. Oh, yes. So she becomes basically the Zerg Queen. This really just bad, really cool character. She would be, I mean, she makes, where's Ridley? I was going to point out the Ridley amiibo. Um, Kerrigan would eat Ridley for breakfast.
1: Oh, there he is.
0: Yeah. Up top. Yeah. Kerrigan would eat Ridley for breakfast. It would be awesome to see Kerrigan in the game.
1: Well, that might be a little. That appealing. would be so cool. <laughs> that may be a little dark. I don't know. I don't know what you are talking see, about. they brought Bayonetta.
0: They brought Bayonetta over, though.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know about our crossovers, but I still think the the Guardians from Breath of the Wild. Okay, oh, yeah, I am sorry. Back to the Guardians. Um, let me see. Yeah, because you got um, what you got the, you yeah. got the four. You know the bird. I can't remember their names right now, but you got the bird, then you got the big rock looking guy, and you have the dolphin looking girl. And if, then... you know, if you didn't just
0: say all of that, I could tell you their names. Uh, uh, Midna. Mm, oh Is yeah, that that's her name.
1: The dolphin one. Um, shelf lower. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. or,
0: yeah. uh, er, or. Er, uh, er, or Bursla or or both. you you're you're. Your, your,
1: <laughs> I don't. Know. That's the sand. Alyssa? <laughs> the sand. Something. The sand. It's the sand girl. Yeah.
0: And then um,
1: Ursula. Wait a minute.
0: Re- Revolt That's Little Mermaid. Revol- Revolting. No. Revolty. 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 Oh yeah yeah. yeah like that. How do you remember and these? And then um, I don't know. I'm terrible at names. I'm um, doing no, good. I mean, I'm sure I'm saying these wrong. But I'm doing and then good. the big
1: rock guy. His he name,
0: just talks like this the that, whole game. That's
1: exactly how he talks, yeah. That's exactly how he talks. I think they would be really great to play with, though. I think they would be lots and lots of fun. And just bringing other characters from Breath of the Wild, like the, like, you know, just like some of the bad guys you get, like the bokoblins, and just um some of the, oh, and the, what are these called? These spider, mm. those robot, robot spider-looking things. Robot, spider. What are you talking What? Breath of the Wild. Oh. Um. Guardians. Those are called Guardians? Yeah, Guardians. Well, then, okay. Well, I guess that keeps it easy. Everything's called Guardians. I think those would be really cool to play with. Now, the So movement? you're talking about more Zelda stuff. Right now, I'm thinking they should just bring some Breath of the Wild stuff over, Yeah. I think Breath of, just because there's so many cool characters and um just bad guys in Breath of the Wild, I think it would be lots of fun to bring some of those to Smash.
0: No, I agree. But here's the again, here's the thing though: um, if they are a current spirit, they're not. The chances are they're not going to make it over.
1: I've never seen any of them as spirits though. Are any of those spirits? I've never.
0: I'm looking it up right now. I don't know. The, I mean, neither one of us are. Prolific uh Smash players. I, I want to get better at Smash. I want to get better at Smash. Okay. Um, here we go. Are they spirits or supports? We don't know. Uh
1: Windfish? Windfish? The Windfish? Okay. Is in the game? What is it? I don't know what that is. Hmm. Mm. Epona? She's what? she's not. Oh, you know what? As a, as a support, uh, as a list of spirits, yeah. I feel like I might have seen. I well, here's can't here's
0: the issue. Here's the issue. There. Oh my gosh. I'm still scrolling. Here's the issue. If I'm reading this correctly, there's almost fourteen hundred spirits in the game. Wow, that's a lot of spirits. Yeah, that's um. Wow. Yeah, I don't even know where to go from here. Like I'm just 1400. looking. Fourteen
1: hundred.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the who are to- they adding then? The, who the do total they have number left? was uh, spirit. Uh, one thousand three hundred ninety-seven. Wow, um,
1: that's a lot.
0: Yeah, so the Legend of Zelda series. Um, I'm looking just quickly through here to see because we haven't, we haven't, we haven't got all of these. Um, I don't know. This is taking too long to so not look up. I was trying to see for some reason. I thought the guardians were in here. Um, it'd be helpful if I understood. Um, okay, so a guardian is already in there as a support. Did, really?
1: That's what it says. It says it's a weapon reset hmm. or a weapon resist. Excuse me. I mean, it's not. I'm not surprised I haven't seen it, considering hmm. like you just said, there's 1,400 of them. Hmm. But I've never seen that before.
0: Rivali. Rivali's already in it. He is? Daruk. That's his name. Daruk. I remember that. Daruk. Urbosa. That was her name. Urbosa. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. Urbosa, Rivali, Daruk, and Mifa are already. Mifa, that's her name. I told you I got them close. I just butchered them. They're They're already already all spirits. Really?
1: That's disappointing. Well, then the guardians the the bad guy guardians the ones that look like spiders i want what are what other what, other, what
0: other game though like let's let's break I don't know. let's
1: break outside of nintendo i can't i can't think and um, i'm trying but it's hard
0: i mean shovel knight is in the game
1: shovel knight's in the game i
0: mean he's a, he's okay he's a spirit he's a spirit oh, well. but like cuphead cuphead's not official in the game but he's a he's a uh, uh, he's a, a he's a he's a he's a costume for your Mii Fighter, uh-huh. but he doesn't just look like a person like most of the Mii Fighter costumes looks like a costume. And you still see the face. Mm-hmm. Cuphead looks like Cuphead when you when you put it on the costume. Cool. Um, what are some games that are out there that are outside of Outside Nintendo? of Nintendo? Yeah. That would be that'd um, be cool to have. I mean, I've heard people say Minecraft, you know, uh, I can't remember what the guy's name. What's the guy's Steve. name? <laughs> Steve. Steve. I would not want Steve. No, what what,
1: what would his, his moveset be? Throw a dirt block at you. He is a pickaxe. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. And his
0: character animations, Minecraft.
1: Come on, guys. But, but, I mean, his character animations.
0: would they, le- they they wouldn't leave him his little eight bit sixteen bit no. self. They'd have to bring him over, and make three yeah. D rendering. That but, but that looks weird though.
1: I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think that's I don't, I don't a want, reality.
0: I wouldn't want him. Um, who else? Okay, I know it sounds funny, and I don't know what the maybe because I'm just in a, in a in a I'm just loving the game right now, but could we get the goose from Untitled Goose Game? I in was there? just
1: thinking that <laughs> I just saw that I was just thinking that I would love to see around, I would love to play as the goose.
0: Oh yeah, and just go up and you know you could flap people. With I your think wings. I think that'd be really cool. You know you're, I'm thinking of what your B attacks would be. You know I think like, so. You know your down B and all that kind of stuff. Your up B. Your up B. Oh, think about your up B. Like Kirby has what, like five or six floats mm-hmm. for his upbeat? Goose the, would be having the have, unlimited Yeah, floats. let him have five or six.
1: Mm, Castle Crashers, maybe get a couple of those in there.
0: We don't have that any. Be... We don't have any Marvel or DC, do we? And I don't think those those will ever come over. No,
1: because they have their own fighting
0: games. But yeah, I just you know. Ooh, I would like the character from Ring Fit.
1: You know, I was thinking that earlier cause, because um, they have the Wii, they have the Wii Fit mm-hmm. uh, as character. an assist. And, you know, I looked at the box and I was like, hey. I would
0: like to see the actual Wii Fit character. I mean, it's it's definitely recognizable wait, 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 enough.
1: We Fit or Ring Fit? I'm sorry, Ring Fit. I want, oh, okay, I want okay. to see the
0: Ring Fit character um, in the game. I mean, it's recognizable enough. Mm-hmm. Um, he or she, whatever, has their the fitness ring. Their, I think it's called the ring of power in the game. You could do all kinds of moves with that. Man, you could do moves with that. I would like to see that in the, as a character. That would be a definite one. I'd like to see. Yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. Ooh, that would be a, okay. So far, that's my favorite. That would be a good one. Um, I'm just going through here, looking at some of my games. Just I don't have time to go through all of these. Just see if anything catches my attention. Um personally I'm a huge Toe Jam and Earl fan. Rabbids?
1: Uh there's, already a, there's a Rabbids
0: costume.
1: Oh of course there is. Gosh, why they gotta costume everything? Making everything so difficult. Um maybe see I'm trying to think. I don't even know.
0: Oh, back to Toe Jam and Earl. I would love to see um Toe Jam and Earl in the game. It'll never happen. They're just not popular enough. But I love Toe Jam and Earl. In fact, if y'all have not played... uh, If you you played the original... All right, let me back up. If you played the original Toe Jam and Earl on Sega Genesis and loved it and then played the second one and thought, eh, and then dropped off the series after that, I know they released one, I think, on the 360. I'm not sure. The the original was the best. Well, another game that that started on uh, Kickstarter... Was ToeJam and Earl back in the groove? And that game uh, is a true throwback to the first one, but it's modernized. Uh, two-player game, great game. Can't recommend it enough. And they're constantly updating it and adding new content to it. So, um, nice little side bit there. Anybody else you would add to the game? Not that we that are I can at, think we are out, of, out right of time, so we need to f- finish up the show. Okay, well let's uh, finish the show and let's uh, quickly jump into our indie corner. Um, three games we have for you. Again, the point of Indie Corner is that there are so many sales on the eShop every single day, too many for you to look through. So we try to comb through and find some that we think you need to pick up. The first one on the list is Celeste. That game is normally $19.99. You can get it on sale right now for $6.79. Um, again, one of those weird ones, like why $6.79? Why not just $6.49 or $6.99? But anyway, uh, that game is definitely a 10 out of a 10. Um, my rating, it's a 10 out of 10 on almost any review site you go out there. Incredible game. Uh, definitely pick it up. Celeste, $6.79 right now. Uh, and then two other games would be SteamWorld Dig 1, which is normally $10. You can get it right now for two fifty. dollars uh, Great game. I'd probably give that one a 7. Uh, you know, we don't do real big reviews here, but um, it's a great game. There's some frustrating parts in the game. That they've totally fixed in the second game. And so Steam World Dig one you can get right now for two fifty on sale. Uh Steam World Dig two is also on sale. It's normally twenty dollars on sale for seven ninety nine. So you pick that up for eight bucks. So that is a day one sale for me for anybody who has a Switch. That game I would give a nine out of ten. It's almost a perfect game to me. That's a steal. It's it is a steal. It's a great game, a fun game um jay you've you haven't played celeste or steamworld dig 2 but you have played steamworld no i played steamworld
1: dig 2 did you Mm -hmm. i played it
0: one is the one you have on your switch well actually you have them both on your switch but one is the one that you started playing are you sure yeah because i I wanted you i didn't want you falling in love with two. well
1: i could have sworn i started on the second one because you told me you're like no start with the second one it's 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 better it's
0: two is so good Man, that's good. I could have sworn I started on the second All right, well, if you haven't, you need to go play it. Um, if y'all haven't checked out these games yet, do check them out. Uh it's definitely, definitely. worth it. I mean, two dollars and fifty cents. I mean, for uh, you know, for ten bucks, you can pick up Steam World Dig one and two. In fact, um, Image Inform Games, who does the Steam World Dig series, uh, they're doing a discount on all their games right now. But Steam World Dig one and two, you can pick them up for a steal. And Celeste has an incredible, incredible story. Very tight platforming. It's a good game. Uh, very emotional game. It tells a good story. And so, uh, pick that one up. It's a great game as well. So, um, until next week, be sure to follow us on Twitter. Again, that uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Dad's. I'm sorry, <laughs> I was gonna say Dad's Gaming Corner. Follow us on Twitter at Dad's GC as well as Facebook at Dad's Gaming Corner. And then please do drop us a line with your comments and your questions and your stories. Um. At Hey Dad at DadsGamingCorner.com. Would love to, uh, to hear some of your own feedback. I'd love to get some pictures as well as your own setup. What does your gaming setup look at it, look like at your own house? And maybe a photo of you and your kids playing. That sounded really creepy. I was Send me photos that. of your kids.
1: Yeah, don't. It's not like that. I promise. He's he's a he's a he's a decent person. <laughs> I'm a decent person. I mean, I can't tell him you're a great I'm person a based on person? what you just said. Give him a
0: can't you? I mean, come on, dude. Anywho, but what I meant was like, give me some cute. This is not, I can't, I don't know how to say it right. I want a cool photo of you and your kids playing games. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> If you want to share any, won't you uh, either email us or tweet them out? You know, uh, at Dad's GC, and we'll we'll retweet them ourselves. As always, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to the show, and be sure to leave us a review. And if you'd like to uh, support the show financially, you can do so at Patreon at patreon.com/slash Dad's Gaming Corner. Jaden, that is going to wrap up a show for us again today. Uh, wow, today went really long, longer than I this thought. This is a very long episode. This is our longest episode yet um covered some long. good stuff though yeah we covered a lot ah, we had a fun show it was, a fun, it was show. a fun show all right anything you want to say in closing
1: um definitely go pick up those games that's i can't get over it. that's a really really good deal so go look at that for sure yeah
0: I and mean, we're gonna actually have some uh some friends of mine on here in the next couple of months and we have that uh, interview coming up with way forward not way forward wrong con- yeah yeah. yeah way forward i was thinking my games mixed up with River City Girls coming up, which I am really excited to be talking about that. So until uh, next week, everyone, stay listening, keep playing your games, and we'll see you all next week.